Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I don't know about you, but I'm still pissed off about yesterday. I'm still mad about the Colts having a win taken away from them by the officials. The officials. Inexplicable that they would throw those two flags, the illegal contact penalty on D.J. Baker, and then the very, the very next play, they throw another flag for P.I. on D.J. Baker. Just wrong, wrong, wrong. On their face, wrong calls. Terrible calls. Absurd calls. We're going to talk about that. We'll talk about what the offense did for the Colts. It wasn't all, Obviously, it wasn't all bad yesterday, scoring 38 points against the Browns' defense. The Browns' defense, please, it's Miles Garrett and the Pips. Like That's all it is. It's just Miles Garrett doing unbelievable things and the rest of the defense being held together with bailing wire. Let's... let's Talk about this in real terms. That Browns defense is a complete mythology. The 85 Bears were a defense. The 2000 Ravens were a defense. This this is just a bunch of guys led by an unbelievable athlete who kept making unbelievable plays. We'll talk about Mackenzie Mbaco, arrested at the Taco Bell in Bloomington on 3rd Street. There's some rules he violated uh, late Saturday night, Sunday morning that need to be addressed because we can help. And we're always here to help. So we're going to help. Uh, Indiana football on Saturday was absolutely atrocious in every way. Makes you wonder what's going to happen with that program. Uh, We will draw for the Rashawn Evans jersey, the highly coveted and rare Rashawn Evans jersey. Sure, a first-round draft pick who uh, was not bad last year, really had a ton of tackles for the Falcons, but was let go and now is on the practice squad for the Cowboys. But we've got an autographed jersey from him, and by God, we're going to give it away. We'll do that at the end of the show. This is Breakfast with Kent for Monday, October 23rd, 2023, brought to you by the great people at today's dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist in the world. You give him a call. You hire the best. You get, I'm telling you who the best is. All you have to do is call and make an appointment. I've done the hard part. 317-849-2933. Make sure and subscribe. We're going to have more giveaways, likely one this week. We'll talk about that probably uh, this afternoon on uh, Indiana Sport, Sports Now, Indy Sports Now. With Kent Sterling, that'll be this afternoon, like I said. And you got to subscribe to win. We've got a new Two Big Brains live, 11 o'clock this morning. Dan Dockich and I will talk about stuff. 
including the Bears or the uh, Colts loss yesterday. The Bears win yesterday, which Ivan predicted. If you'll remember, they beat the Raiders. And make sure to like the video. It's a polite thing to do. Who's your hospitality and all that? You want to make a donation? Make a donation. We'll read your comment, answer your question. Let's talk about the Colts game yesterday. First of all, let's talk about the good. All right. Um, here we go. What what happened yesterday was a complete train wreck, right? But the good. Jonathan Taylor was good. 18 carries yesterday, 75 yards. Zach Moss, good. Not as productive as Jonathan Taylor, but another 18 carries. And what did we say last week? Run them both 20 times. Basically, that's what happened. Uh, Minshew was good enough to win that game. He did turn the ball over. Three fumbles, all lost. That ain't good. The, the one at the end, really, I mean, that, that doesn't really count. Uh, but the, let's say two fumbles then and one interception. You can't turn the ball over three times. You can't. But let's talk about the officials. All right. Uh, the officiating, especially, I assume that was the back judge. It was the same official who threw the flag twice against D.J. Baker. The first time on an illegal contact play, which was absolutely uh, also a myth, D.J. Baker did nothing illegal on that play. Uh, if anything, Amari Cooper shoved D.J. Baker. So the official throws the flag, which had nothing to do with the play at all, but that's beside the point because even if he... Look, he didn't commit a penalty. E.J. Speed forces a fumble, and DeForest Buckner recovers it. Game, set, match, the game is over. And instead of that, you've got uh, more life for the Browns. And then on the very next play, from the Colts' eight, you get P.I. on D.J. Baker on a ball where here's the rule. What the rule is, is you have to be able to make a play on the ball in order for pass interference to occur. The ball could not be made a play on because it was thrown 15 feet over everybody's head. A horrible call. Horrible call. Just terrible. Should have eaten the flag. There you go, Jerry Wilson. Thank you for the donation. Good morning. Offense and defense played well. Can't win with turnovers. However, the last couple of minutes had horrendous officiating. The Kenny Moore interception was questionable. I thought so, too. I, I didn't think that the Kenny Moore interception should have been overturned, and I thought that you could have gotten away with not overturning the DeForest Buckner interception. The refs need accountability. This is ridiculous. Somebody got paid for them. Uh, calls. Good morning, Kent, from Josh Miles. Thank you for the donation. I don't believe that. I, I don't believe that there was corruption. I believe there was incompetence. You know, Hanlon's razor is a really good rule of thumb. And, and that is you know, basically when um, it is likely that incompetence is the answer to uh, the question of mistake. I can't remember exactly how it's worded, but it's perfect. Google Hanlon's razor. It's perfect and, and describes this situation. Uh, the Colts got jobbed by an officiating crew that was incompetent. There should be no incompetence in the NFL with officials. These should be the best of the best of the best of the best. The, the calls, 
I would be pissed off if I went to a high school football game on this Friday night, sectional game this Friday night, and saw that call of pass interference. I'd be pissed off. At the NFL level, that just absolutely can't happen. That is a terrible call, inexcusable, ridiculous, awful. Uh, but the three fumbles by Gardner Minshew, the two, you can't have. You got to get rid of the football. You got to figure this out. And for people who are, are talking about Blake Freeland and Bernard Ryman and they needed help, they ha had help most of the time. But you got to have a quarterback who understands also, and it's not all uh, on Gardner Minshew, but you got to have a quarterback who understands that he's got two and a half seconds to get rid of the ball, or you got big problems because Miles Garrett is going to make plays that nobody else in the NFL is going to make. That blocked field goal where he jumped over the offensive lineman. Wow. I mean, what are you going to do? Hop, hop, block. That's something. And I told you on Friday that Bubba Ventrone was going to dial something up against the Colts, and he did. You know, it's not all. It's not all Miles Garrett. Bubba Ventrone had something to do with it, too. Daniel Smalley says, enough with the part-time lawyers and seamen uh, as referees in the NFL. They should be... Uh, full, uh, I'm guessing it's full-timers with their own off-season training. I, I don't know. You know what? They got a lot of good guys who play or who officiate under this circumstance, and they get paid a full-time wage. I mean, what, what are you going to do with these guys for 40 hours a week? Like, I understand what you're saying, but for 40 hours a week, what are they going to do? Run gassers? And, and then what? I mean, that, that shouldn't happen. That last call, that P.I. call, I wouldn't make that call. You wouldn't make that call. That official should never work an NFL game again. That just That is fundamental football officiating 101 that that guy utterly failed at. Um, how much better were the Colts than the Browns? Minshew's QBR and passer rating, 79.4 and 119.4 with a 13.3 yards per attempt average. Yikes. You can't lose when you've got numbers like that, especially against P.J. Walker, who had a 25.4 QBR, a 51.3 passer rating, and a 5.6 yards per attempt average. How in the hell do you lose? The two forced fumbles and the safety in our end zone this year. Hold him, trip him, tackle him. I don't care if you lose a few yards when backed up that far. I, I don't disagree, but however many guys they put on Miles Garrett, and they had help occasionally, you know, they, they had tight ends to help on, on Garrett's side, and he beat the double teams. Like, this, this was a matter of superior player against a decent scheme. That, uh, I mean, that and a quarterback who's supposed to be the smartest guy in the NFL who should be ready to dump the ball immediately and, and a play, this is underrated as a play that determined the outcome of the game. Gardner Minshew throwing the ball to Mo Ali Cox. That should never have happened. You have the hold, it pushes you back, right? There would have been, it, it was third down, you're in position for a 42-yard field goal. Then you have the hold. That pushes it back to where it would have been 52. But then you throw this dumbass pass to Mo Ali Cox, when you like, there's no way that Mo Ali Cox is shifty enough to get around all those defenders. Dirt that ball. 
and go kick the 52-yarder. I'm not sure that it would have been different with Miles Garrett jumping over the top, but maybe Bubba doesn't call that jump over the top, and, and the Colts find a way to kick that field goal successfully from 52 instead of you know knocking it into Miles Garrett's arms from 60. Uh, Colts ran the ball for 168. The Browns ran it for 150. Total yards, Colts dominate 456, 316. Turnovers will mitigate the uh, the effect. Uh, but here's a good thing, all right? This team played well enough to win against a reasonably decent NFL team. The Browns aren't good. They're, they, like, to me, if you were going to rank... NFL team, they're 16th, 15th, 17th, somewhere in there. They got a, a a legit, legit, far better than legit defensive end. And then the rest of it's just, bah. Denzel Ward's really good, too. And when he left the game, that Colts offense got better. Uh, let's talk about IU for a moment. They lost 31-14 to Rutgers. Utter disaster. And again, Tom Allen is unaware of who his starting quarterback is going to be this Saturday when Indiana travels to Penn State. I know you can't say this out loud if you're Tom Allen, and you can't even allow yourself to think it. It doesn't make any damn difference. Penn State is going to be angry when they take the field in Unhappy Valley. and They're coming off a loss to Ohio State. I'm afraid that whether it's Brandon Soresby, Tavian Jackson, Dexter Williams, whoever the starting quarterback is, it ain't going to go well for that person. Uh, I hate to be kind of that sort of negative Nelly where it comes to IU football, but holy cow, this has all the earmarks of an absolute, like if the Rutgers game was a train wreck, and it was, it was terrible in all aspects. Special teams were horrible. Offense, defense, that whole thing was a, a, a complete disaster. This is going to be Armageddon. This is not going to be fun getting on that plane to go play at Penn State. Anybody on that plane is, that believes that they have even a hope, I, I would hold on too tight and never let them leave Bloomington. If, if you can hope in the face of what this appears to be headed toward, I, I I want that person on my side. You know that this is this is truly Thermopylae, right? You, you got the Persians and the Greeks, and and you know Indiana's the outnumbered Greeks, and all of it. You know you know the story of the Spartans. Anyway, uh, Mackenzie Mbako arrested early Sunday morning, two thirty in the morning. He's arrested because he refused to leave the property of a Taco Bell where he was allegedly abusive to staff at the Taco Bell. Mm. Broke a lot of rules. Number one, never go to Taco Bell under any circumstance. It's not really food. Second of all, never go to any fast food place after 10 at night. They're very dangerous. And again, you're just going to get bad food. So what's the point? Number three, never argue with the police. People don't win arguments with the police. The police have handcuffs. You don't have handcuffs. The police have the power to arrest. You don't have the power to arrest. You're not going to win that argument, so don't have it. Mackenzie Mbako, learning as a freshman in Bloomington, I don't think that this amounts to kind of what, uh, certainly it's not a honor mascara Perea type uh, situation, 
This is a guy that hopefully learns his lesson. Mike Woodson apparently instructed Xavier Johnson well. Remember, he drove 90 down uh, North Walnut, <clears throat> got arrested, and done anything since. All good. And Pat McAfee will talk about on the radio show, and we'll talk about this afternoon. We'll also talk about with uh, Dan Dockich on Two Big Brains because what what Pat's going through is just unnecessary and that he would feel the need to not be a part of college football game day. What a shame that is. He's the only thing to watch on that show. Other than that, it's just a bunch of people laughing, and I'm not sure what they're laughing at if they're not laughing at Pat. Let's celebrate some birthdays. On this uh, beautiful Monday in central Indiana, the great Louis Stevens celebrating a birthday, the great Kirk Atkins, a soccer teammate of the great Louis Stevens, uh, Stephen Thomas celebrating a birthday, Fletch Parikia celebrating a birthday, Dakota Lee Tracy Bernard Burroughs, happy birthday, Paul Lucas, Steve Collier, the great Jill Fabian celebrating a birthday, Melissa King, J.R. Schumann, Tom uh, Marquise, Happy birthday, Dave Grenoble, Lindsay Serjewski, Adams celebrating a, a birthday, one of the finest sales managers in all of radio, Scott Strassemeyer, Josh Halpern, Mike, the great Mike Lefko, and Melissa King celebrating a birthday. Let's draw real quick. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Lift each other up. Let's draw for the winner of this autographed Rashawn Evans Titans jersey. Huh? What a prize. All right. Here we we'll go into this bucket this time. Reach into the reach. Let's get a ticket. And who is it? It is Dan A. He comes from Instagram and he entered on September 6th. Dan A, you're a winner. We will get this jersey off to you expeditiously, as soon as you respond to my DM with your address, off it goes. Two big brains.